Hi everyone, this is Anna Bergoberti, the founding and managing partner of the law firm Crefovi, which advises the creative industries out of Paris, France and London, United Kingdom. I have a revelation to, um, to bring to the public domain uh, today, which is that on the 2nd of March 2019, I was brutally assaulted by French police forces while I was walking down the Champs-Élysées Avenue um, in order to reach my destination, which was the Carousel du Louvre, which is further down um, south, where the uh, Tranoi trade show was taking place because it was the Paris Fashion Week. As I said, it was on 2nd of March 2019, pre-COVID days, where the uh, 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 trade shows were uh, taking place in uh, présentiel, as we say in French, as in, uh, you know, in the, in the material world. And um, so the circumstances of this were that I actually took the Eurostar on the 1st of March, which was a Friday, 1st of March 2019, quite late in the evening and arrived in Paris at around 11pm. Um, took an Uber to go uh, to our office in uh, 59 Rue Le Jean in the 17th district of Paris and then uh, woke up the following morning to actually, you know, work the whole weekend to go and see my clients and my prospects who work in the fashion industries at all the um, uh, fashion trade shows which were, which were taking place. So, Tranoz, as I said, on, at the Carousel du Louvre, as well as uh, Woman, uh, which takes place on Place Vendôme, and then also uh, several show, showrooms, which represent, you know, some of the uh, 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 most high-profile fashion brands and luxury brands in the world. So I had like a super hectic schedule in front of me, right? And so that was the time where the Gilets Jaunes, Yellow Vest were doing all this stuff, you know, and I had no idea on the uh, 2nd of March, Saturday, the 2nd of March, 2019, that the whole action was taking place each Saturday um, on the Avenue des Champs-Élysées. Why? Because the French government censors the, or censored the information about the Yellow Vest and the Gilets Jaunes movement. So being in London um, for you know, quite a long period of time, because that's where I spend most of my time, I had no idea that actually the situation was that bad between the uh, Yellow Vest um, protesters and also the, um, the French government and the French police forces. I had no idea. I had no idea in particular that you had to avoid going to the Champs-Élysées area any Saturday, every Saturday that, because I don't live there, you know, I don't live in, in France most of my time, in Paris most of my time. Anyway, so on the 2nd of March, as I was saying, there were plenty of barriers around the uh, Champs-Élysées called Rond-Point des Champs-Élysées, so the roundabout which is at the bottom of the Champs-Élysées, and all these gates and barriers uh, had been elected, um, I mean, had been erected, which mean, meant that you, you just couldn't walk down to the Louvre area, um, past La Concorde, uh, because everything was just completely... Um, uh, 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 basically uh, gated and um, I, I, I have no basically I have no uh, knowledge of the police forces I um, so just one second 
I uh, never, um, you know, uh, basically do any criminal law stuff at all because our law firm is mostly based in, it's mainly based um, and working with the, uh, the creative industries in relation. Sorry, sorry guys. In relation to um, uh, business law, okay, under English law and under French law, I that's what I do. And so I don't really know the distinctions between a um, someone working as a you know as a vigil uh, like a security person for a private company or uh, someone who is actually working for police forces etc. I, I just saw some guys who were wearing some dark you know blue um, uniforms and that's about that. That's all I saw. And then I asked them which way to go to actually you know, go around those gates and be able to go down. Oh yeah, why was I walking? I was walking because all the public transports had been stopped. All the, also I couldn't take an Uber, okay? Because there were no, no, um, no, street, no, no cars in the streets, all in the 8th district around the Champs-Élysées, etc. And I couldn't take any buses and I couldn't take any, any, any tube, any metro because everything had been stopped. So I had to walk, right? It's not that suddenly I decided to walk. So anyway, in a nutshell, what happened is uh, I, don't, I don't want to, to, to go on as, as if I was ranting. Um, I asked my way to these guys who were working those dark blue uniforms, and it just asked, you know, to go around those, those gates, those barriers, explaining to them that I was a lawyer and that I had just come back from London the previous day to actually attend Fashion Week and to go to the Toronto Trade Show, which was in the Carousel du Louvre, and please, how do I actually go around your gates? That, oh, please let me go through your checkpoint and see if there's a checkpoint here, or can I go through so, or, uh, somewhere else where there is a checkpoint? This just, just guys were wearing these uh, uh, dark blue uniforms, just look at me, and I was like, fuck off, you know, like literally, explicitly telling me to fuck off. And, um, and, you know, calling me names as well. I won't go into which ones, but very, very rude ones. I mean, I was like baffled. I mean, I was really baffled. And um, and when I, you know, started to go away, obviously there was no uh, conversation to, ha to, to be had with this type of people. Um, I said um, that the way they were handling this uh, was a disaster for France and it gave a very bad impression of France and to all the tourists who were around me, you know, uh, listening to the conversation I was having as to how do you go around these gates. And so it gave a terrible uh, image of France. And that's what I said while I was going away. All of a sudden, one of these guys wearing, you know, um, gun, helmet, um, uh, and like, you know, the whole, you know, fireproof vest and all the stuff, probably, w w you know, waiting. 80 to 100 kilos while I wear, uh, I weighed 65 kilos, just jumped on me, literally, physically jumped on me, okay, and dragged me from where I was to behind the gates, behind this checkpoint I just mentioned, uh, on 10 meters, okay, dragged me um, to a, a white van, white uh, uh, van which was there. Uh, 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 I was like, what? What is going on here? And yeah, and then they put me, so basically I was just like, what's going on here? So I started filming the whole event, taking pictures of my hand as well, which had, uh, had been uh, very much uh, damaged while the, this, this crazy guy wearing this uh, dark blue uniform 
physically assaulting me by taking me and then dragging me on, uh, 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 on, on the distance of 10 meters. And I tried to actually, you know, out of reflex, I tried to reach a, um, a sort of thing which was there and, and grab it. And so he just uh, very um, violently took my hand away from this thing that I had, uh, I was, uh, I reached. And so my hand was really uh, quite red and bruised and, you know, scratched and everything. So I took pictures of that. That went on for like 15 minutes. I was calling 1717, the number 17, which is the equivalent of 999. Um, so it's like police secours. So when you call the police, you know, because it's an emergency. And they asked me to describe those guys. So I look more closely at their uniforms. And then I said, oh, actually, it does say CRS. CRS, C for Charlie, R for Robert, S for Sugar. What does that stand for? CRS. This is one of the units um, from the French police forces. I was like, oh my God, these guys are police people. Police people who just assaulted me, uh, both orally and physically. I mean, hello. And so I asked, you know, to have a, 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 some police uh, unit coming to actually rescue me out of this crazy situation. And they just laughed at me and they just terminated the call, 17. So I called again and again and again. While at the same time, I was also saying to these crazy eight, nine guys wearing these dark blue uniforms, I am now taking back my freedom to go and my freedom to move around, you know, it's called liberté de circulation, liberté d'aller venir, freedom to, you know, of movement. And I was just, every time I was trying to move towards the direction of the Louvre, or the Carousel du Louvre, every time they were pushing me very violently back on, uh, to the van. So every time my back was also bang, hurting the, the, the black van. That went on for 10, 10, 10, 10 20 minutes, I'd say. And then eventually, a, um, they told me, come on, uh, come on, uh, miss, you, you, you come our way. You, we, we're going to, uh, to uh, bring you to the police station so that you can actually... Uh, you know, file a complaint, a police complaint uh, of the assault. That's what I said to me, you know, uh, just come to, with us, you go, we're going to bring you uh, with, with another van, another white van, uh, to, the, um, to the police station. And um, so I followed them, because, uh, you know, there was no way to go here, except from going there, and also I really wanted to file a police complaint due to this uh, extremely, uh, you know, police brutality. Uh, actions and um, as soon as I step a, a, a foot on the, in, in the van, another guy who was there, also unarmed, he, he wasn't wearing any any, any weapons, but he, he was also wearing a dark uh, uh, blue uniform. Um, violently grabbed, very violently grabbed my iPhone from my right hand, from which I was filming, and he grabbed it so hard that I mean, for six months after this assault. I just couldn't open any bag. I couldn't carry any anything with my right hand for six months. Um, after the assault, I actually filed a complaint uh, on, Mon on Monday, fourth of, uh, of March, with the police. And it really took you know some balls to go back there to a, a police station, to a French police station, to do it. I can tell you that the French police forces who took my um, my complaint were not happy. You know, they were not happy that I forced them to do it. And then on the 5th, I went to see the uh, UMG, so Unité Médico-Judiciaire, to see a doctor there who actually um, uh, looked at my, my hand in particular, my back, and other, other uh, you know, um, uh, basically um, physical uh, consequences that I suffered out of the assault, and he gave me uh, uh, three days of uh, interdiction totale de travail. So 
full, uh, uh, for, for, uh, it's forbidden to work for three days, which is a lot. It's a lot when you take, when you, you receive three days of ITT, interdiction total de travail, as a victim, it means that it was fairly important the, assault, the, you know, the physical damages you suffered out of the assault, three days of ITT. Um, so anyway, what happened between, uh, you know, the, uh, the, um, this assault and the Monday the 4th of, uh, of uh, March when, when I managed to go and uh, file my, my, my police complaint at the Commissariat of the 8th Arrondissement in Paris? Well, I was in custody. I was in police custody. Me, I was in police custody. Of course, my, my, my um, criminal record is completely blank, right? Uh, both in the UK and in France. I was like... So, and so, um, and they extended the police custody because I denied to give them the agreement to actually take my DNA and my print um, records because there's no way, no way I'm going to be on any fast, uh, uh, you know, uh, for criminal for, for criminal records and, uh, and criminals. I, I'm not a criminal, I'm a lawyer. And then do my work as best as I can, you know, with, um, I mean, I'm trying to be a good citizen, right? Saying to these guys, you're giving a, poor, a very poor image of France is in no way a, an offense and also is definitely not going to make me give and my, you know, for, and to basically uh, yield to the massive pressures I received when I was in police custody to actually give my DNA and print records. No way. So they extended the, um, the uh, police custody. So I was in police custody. 28 hours, right? Um, from uh, 3.30 on Saturday, the 2nd of March, up until um, 7.30 p.m. on Sunday, the, uh, 4th, the 3rd of March, 2019. It was a terrible experience. I won't go into that. But basically, the takeaway I want to give you guys about this, um, and by the way, the, um, the final uh, uh, hearing, court hearing, because, of course, in order to justify these... Uh, uh, these dreadful police um, brutalities and assaults that they um, uh, forced upon me on uh, the 2nd of March 20, 20, 2019, the police forces, uh, and in particular these four or five guys who assaulted me physically, then justify those, uh, this excessive use of force by filing some criminal complaints against um, poor, you know, passers-bys and, and, and innocent people like myself were just there, you know, out of coincidence and that they just decided to, uh, you know, to, to use as a mattress and, uh, and, uh, and a doormat and, uh, and, uh, and, and just to pass their nerves on them, so to speak. So, um, I, I, and I can tell you that I, I, I will not let this go, okay? I will not let this go, I'm not letting this go. And so the, um, um, the court hearing is this Tuesday, the 2nd of March, 2021, which is in around three or four days time. Everything is ready on my side. Um, and um, I have sent all the documents to the French court that will keep you posted about what happens next. But what I can tell you, the takeaway is if you travel to France, be extremely careful. Of course, if you're going to uh, very isolated places, you don't, I don't think you have much to, to, uh, to uh, basically uh, be concerned about. But if you go to 
uh, uh, touristy places like Paris, like Nice, you know, like the French Riviera, etc., etc., and also even agglomerations, even in the center of towns, be very, very careful, especially also when you're going at times like um, um, uh, trade shows where there are some lots of tourists in the cities. Uh, in, the, in the city of Paris, etc. And, and also, if you hear that there are some uh, social, um, uh, you know, uh, concerns going on, like the yellow vest movement or other um, manifestations, they call them, so when they demonstrate in the streets, be very, very careful. Just avoid the whole area. Okay, even if you say to yourself, oh, I'm not wearing a yellow vest, I'm just a passerby, I just want to have a look at it, don't. Just don't. Don't go there, just avoid the whole area, okay? If at all, actually avoid going to France. To, to be honest, this is what I've been doing for the last two years. I've barely set a foot in France uh, in the last two years. Of course, there was COVID as well, so it doesn't really help. But, you know, this is not for me. This is this sort of uh, basically um, autocratic climate where you've got the police forces who are actually turning into mercenaries and uh, basically uh, uh, tormenting and, 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 and assaulting the population. I, d I just don't want to be, in the to be seen in, in a country like this. So, word, word of caution, Paris is great, you know, for um, uh, usually for, for t professional traders, etc. But if you have to go, be careful. Just take Ubers, uh, uh, avoid, avoid public transport, avoid going uh, close to any places where there could be some demonstration of any sort. That's my take a takeaway from it. Um, so anyway, that was some revelation I wanted to give you today. It's quite a story. Tell me about it. Probably was a karmic experience for me. I guess I had to work something out for my karma. <laughs> um, bye for now.